This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shoponeinfive.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my social media famous co-host, Mina Kunlosita. And butterfly, Mina Kunlosita. famous in my Social famous. (laughs) (laughs) Among dozens. dozens. Listen, friends, we are recording this post, if you all can remember back, to that one special day that Facebook and Instagram went down. Can we all remember where we were? Yeah. I mean, in in the most dramatic way possible, I feel like, right? Whistleblower. Shut down instantly. Yeah, it shuts down. Then um, their stocks plummet. I mean, basically it was like dumpster fire of Facebook and Instagram for a good, you know, what? 10 hours, something like that. So we, you know, what's interesting is, yeah, so it went out, right? There was that blackout, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp was out. And everyone was, I mean, how many of you were like refreshing or uninstalling and reinstalling or thinking it was you? Well, it was everyone. And I think at that point, we all had this, this one, it disrupted some probably pretty unhealthy habits, which are good, right? Like how many times we open and close the app. But in a way, it showed like the glaringly um, dependency that we all have on social media, right? Because it was Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, which I couldn't get into contact you don't have with their my phone family, numbers? for example. Sounds very dramatic. I mean, obviously, have their phone numbers. <laughs> I am so dramatic right now. But the thing is, there is a lot of people that use WhatsApp in like other countries and things like that. So we really are seeing like as a country, how big uh, social media or even Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp have become for communication lines. And even WhatsApp, we have a lot of like students and masterminders that work with their, their manufacturers overseas and WhatsApp is the way that they communicate with them. Yeah. I mean, altogether, like if anything, like maybe we break up this monopoly, but that's a whole nother podcast. But overall, it was crazy to think that Instagram, especially for me, like I, I felt like, oh my gosh, what, what should I do? And even Facebook, right? I kept forgetting. It wasn't like the whole time I was <laughs> like that's refreshing, thing, refreshing. I, think it's I kept habit, forgetting was the problem. It definitely, one, I thought towards the end of the day when we were all back on social and people were able to post on Instagram and stuff, I was like, how was I ever going to connect with everyone again? Right? Like I felt disconnected almost from this community that I felt kind of, and I say community, I mean all the the world as a whole, where a lot of times that we were, it's one way, right? Like you're reading news or um, you're getting an email and it's one way versus, you know, what I realized for me was social media is quite, you know, it's interactive, it's social, 
And especially in a time of the pandemic, when some of us are still not back to our normal social lives, like it was something, but here's what we saw happen. We saw a whole bunch of product entrepreneurs freak out a little, right? There were a lot of people. Oh gosh. I mean, there wasn't anybody that didn't freak out, I feel like, but for our product entrepreneurs, because they've been listening to us for a while, they could hear us in their heads, but we'll get into the podcast episode. But I think for us as humans, it literally threw us on tilt a little bit. Like it was like, oh, I've been socializing this way this whole time during the pandemic. And then it was kind of like ripped out from under us. And it's just like, oh, how how do I socialize again? <laughs> like Mina said, she could no longer communicate with her family who lives within a five mile radius. Yeah. Facebook messenger yeah, I could have driven to my parents' house, but nope, nope. Didn't know what to now do. Now we know with there's myself. bigger problems in the world. But, but what we want, we, you know, we're kind of emphasizing and also thinking through like, okay, this disrupted a bunch of stuff, you know, and we, and I think what it did is it, like Mina said, it brought to light, like what this disruption could cause on a personal level, this disruption, our reliance on this on social, and then also as business owners, our reliance on this. Right. And so we're going to go through three ways that we supported our students and our community. Um, really our masterminders are the people who we work with every single day. So this was a conversation that we were, we were in with our masterminders, but really how they navigated and survived the Facebook and Instagram outage. We didn't know how long it was going to be. It was a, I think it was worldwide. Was it worldwide or just in the U S I think our Canadian friends were out too. I mean, it, it it is worldwide simply because Facebook, I mean, it's so a global community. what we community. did though is we talked about like, okay, well, like there's this outage. What do we do? How do we connect with our customers? How do we continue to have business running? Because I'll tell you all from our perspective, not only was Facebook down on the front end, the back end. So any of you that run ads, ads came to a screeching halt. So also that way of like customer acquisition also stopped all of a sudden. And with everything all the conversations about Facebook that are happening and everyone unsure of like what's going to happen with like whistleblowing and all the things. We know that a lot of us built our businesses reliant on it, whether it's paid marketing or organic marketing. We have these businesses that have been created around these social platforms. And so what would happen if they all went away? Yeah, this is not our first conversation about us being so dependent on Facebook paid ads that what will we do if that went away? We talk about that all the time. What if our faucet turns off? Even for all of you, like what if Etsy gets knocked down? What if, I mean, this is kind of just a, the thing is we didn't know it was only going to be eight hours. It could have been five days. It could have been 10 days, right? For the pandemic, it was months and months where it wasn't social media that went down. It was in-person events, right? So there's always some sort of form of pivoting that has to happen, but things happen. And in particular, this one was super interesting because I mean, Facebook, who would have thought that Facebook and Instagram would go down, you know? And exactly what I mean, I said about the pandemic, when that happened and retail shops shut down or you all had in-person markets, you're like, what do, what do we do? We all kind of leaned in online then as a what cruel joke or as a, like the universe showing us all other holes, um, said, okay, well, what if social went down? What would you do? So, you know, that we teach this. I know a lot of you commented back to one of our posts and we're like, I heard your voice in our head the whole day. That's why we teach multi-stream machine and what's in that course, because it's the idea of multiple platforms, multiple places you're selling multiple, like more places for visibility, because if any of these faucets get turned off, and by faucets, we mean the main way that you're making sales or the main way that you're getting visibility. What do you actually own or how are you going to connect with your customers? Like, how does your business continue on? Because what, we ta- what we're talking about in social media, we don't own that. 
right? Like we don't own that platform. Etsy, we don't own. Amazon, we don't own. But even even the ability to show up in person, technically, like we had that out of our control because governments were like, everything's shutting down. So we need backup plans and then backup plans for our backup plans. For sure. So yesterday was a perfect example of what we've been talking about this whole time. Literally, like we were doing a case study and then we called up our BFF, Marky Mark Zuckerberg. And w- <laughs> hey, Marky Mark, <laughs> like, let, can you shut down all of Instagram make and Facebook a point so here. we can tell our product you know, bosses why what- <laughs> they need to build an email list? <laughs> we want to show them a perfect example of why they need to do these certain things. So we're going to jump right into that. (laughs) Okay. So tip number one, I know you all heard us in your heads, right? And this is why when we just, we had open cart for multi-stream machine, we had added ways to build your email list. Okay. So how many of you heard us in your heads and said, they've been telling me to build my email list. I haven't done it. And all of a sudden social's down. And how do I communicate with my customers? So that is the number one asset. If you were to ever sell your business off, or if anyone was ever going to say like, how much is your business worth? One major asset of your business is your email list. And why? It's because they can't take away these email addresses and you could instantly communicate with your customers. So if there's an outage, guess what? You just hop onto your email service provider. You send out an email and you're like, hey, buy from me. Welcome to 2000. The year 2000? <laughs> what? Yeah. Wasn't that when year emails came out? No, 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 no. It was sooner than that. <laughs> so even in 1999 or whatever it was, whatever year, I don't even know. I'm like digging real deep. No, we had, that's, we had yeah. um, AOL dial up. We all had our AOL email addresses. Yeah. But it's like maybe. kind of the thing is email was the thing. We didn't even have social. I know it's so hard to like fathom what no social, but this is how people would communicate via email. Remember those chain mails, you know, from the Prince of Nigeria and stuff like that? He's still emailing me for money. (laughs) (laughs) So email is the way to go. It will never die. And it has always been there. And it's always been really, really important. So... I mean, always been there since 2000 or 1999 or whatever it was. But I'm going to probably say 1990. Yeah, maybe 1990. I feel like, you know, it was when I was in high school. Someone DM us the answer. But but it's the same as mail, right? Snail mail. Like we all still get, we also get packages delivered, which has been an uptick of package delivery, right? We also get promotional things like, hey, this yard person sends you like a flyer in the mail. Those are, you own addresses and then email addresses are the other way of virtually communicating with your customers. So I wanted to just talk through, because we made a post right when the, when Instagram came back up and, um, it's, it was funny. It was kind of like a meme and it, and it was basically our caption was how many times did you refresh your feed? This is why you need an email list seller with like a scream face. So this is follow us by the way, at the product boss while it's still up y'all go check and make sure Instagram's still up. (laughs) So these are some of the comments we got, right? We've got 17, 1719 Candle says, I can't tell you how many times I heard your voices saying, this is why you need an email list. Heart and Soul Boutique said, immediately thought of you guys once the news of the outage was out. I heard your voices in my head saying, the only thing you own is your email list. What would you do if Facebook and Instagram went down? Jacqueline Amina preached the truth. But I want to share then, so a lot of you probably heard our voices, but I want to share what our our masterminders did because those are, the, those are the people we talk to every single day. And so one person is Sarah Cornwell Jewelry. And she's said, we ended up sending an email to our email list with free shipping for the day with the code Facebook down and got a bunch of orders. So it was relevant. The idea of like Facebook down, 
Because what were your customers doing? I mean, they weren't perusing Instagram and Facebook on their phones, but they certainly were checking it. So what were they doing? They were either super desperate and went to Twitter or they were checking their emails. Right? Yeah, maybe they had their attention spans are more expanded and they actually open their emails. It's like, oh, thank goodness I can connect with human beings. I mean, who knows? It might've been TikTok that did this. I mean, yeah, you know, we don't need to get into too many conspiracy theories. <laughs> conspiracy <laughs> theories. That's our another podcast episode. So I know that um, in the mastermind, they were talking about it. And and yesterday, towards the end of the day, they sent out emails with the same thing, like Facebook down, shop here, Facebook down, here's a promotion, right? They were very relevant in the information, but they couldn't have done that. They couldn't have made sales on that day had they not had an email list and done their, their push marketing, which means marketing that you're sending out to your customers through traditional style, which is email, right? Because so many of us show up on social media and we post all day and we're doing stories and we're doing things. But don't forget that this algorithm does not get you in front of new customers. It doesn't even get you in front of all of your followers. It gets you in front of a very small percentage of your followers that are already engaging with your content. So it's just an example of by having an email list, by building an email list, I don't care if you're at 100 people or 100,000 people on your list, it's still 100 people you can connect with and try and, and try and transform that into sales. I mean, we just heard from, actually, was this on the podcast or was it in our holiday workshops? Oh, it was on the podcast. So if you go back a couple of weeks- You see weeks, how I'm answering her? I'm weeks. not, because I don't know what's in her head. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the wheels are turning. Jess Miller of Bella Vita Candles, she was on Friday episode one time where we released a whole bunch of episodes in that week. But hers was, she had 300 people on her email list and she has a six-figure business. Right. So for her, while Instagram is a tool, just like it is anywhere else, her email is literally where she has been utilizing this whole time. And even with a small email list, she was able to create this beautiful business that she really, really loved and the one that she desired. So I want you all to take that out of your minds where you're like, I need to have a lot of people on your list. We all have to start somewhere. We all have to start with one person, five people, 10 people. So any of your efforts that you're doing, you're heading back onto social media, please grow your email list. You have opt-ins, grow your email list. You're in person, grow your email list. You sell on a platform, figure out how to grow your email list from there. And that will be the way that you are able to you know, make sure that if something like this happens again, you're not like left out in the cold. You don't freak out and go, oh goodness. Again, Mina and I rely heavily on these platforms. We run Facebook ads, but we have other ways of of connecting with our with our community and our customers. So that's going to lead us to our second thing on what to do if you know social goes down again, is that we want you to have an alternative platform to connect with your customers, right? An alternative place that they can discover you and buy from you. Yeah, this is really, you know, because we're building in contingencies now, right? Because for all of us, social may be where our main faucet is, but for a lot of people, it isn't. But no matter what happens, you need to have contingency plans. So for a lot of us, you know, with the pandemic, we, for in-person people, they had to go online, right? Same in the other reverse. So not saying that you have to do in-person, but saying that you need to find an alternative place where people can find you, right? This is considered traffic, right? Foot traffic if you're local, online traffic if you're online, but how are people ever going to find you and know that you even exist? That's the whole idea of visibility and really understanding, okay, social is one place, but what are the other places that people can find me? And really, really thinking about that because I think none of us really thought that we'd ever lose social. 
Like it's just already there. We might change with the algorithms, but to have it be completely gone and down and, you know, a, an outage, that was just a whole nother round. And I know we teach this in multi-stream machine. And if any of you took, you know, our workshops where we're talking about, you know, three things to help you grow your businesses. And we talk about systems, visibility, and sales. And we really talk about how visibility and sales interact. So the premise of multi-stream machine, this isn't to sell you on it, but just as an example, right? We've talked about what if your Etsy shop gets taken away? How else will people discover you? We've talked about, we, we do talk about if social media went away. There's all these different places. So when you don't have, if you're all of your eggs are in one basket and that basket flips over, whether it was the pandemic and in-person shutdown, retail shutdown, right? Or on a day in what month are we in October when social media goes down, do you have your, do you have other ways for people to discover you? So for Amina and I, we've had this conversation a lot. We've grown, we grew our business for many a year organically before we started doing paid advertising, right? So how for us, we have our podcast. We did partnerships and collaborations with people. We majorly worked on our SEO and our website. So if somebody typed something in, we would pop up in a Google search and they would find us. So are you working on your SEO so that you're discoverable? And so I know we talk about this and we teach this in Multi-Stream Machine, but this is just another example of like, if this went away. And you didn't even mention we really work hard on growing our email list. I mean, you know, so going back to number one there. Yeah. Point number one, but really, it really is about like, are there other ways for people to find you? So in that case, okay, take me back to when Facebook shut down and Instagram shut down. WhatsApp didn't really affect me 24 hours ago, but we're listening to this in the future. So I'm going to try to take them back here. Right. So remember, okay, what, what, did you do? What are you going to do? So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, I could email my people. That's a communication line. I could push people to my website, but who am I going to push? Like who's going to find me? And I don't know like if it's going to be out for two months, five months, six months, you know, I know it was only eight hours, but obviously we did not know that going in hindsight is 2020. So or 2021 when you're looking <laughs> Or yeah, <laughs> or 2020. That's what I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, then you're getting to the point of, okay, where are other people going to find me? Well, we have, for example, the small business shopping directory. The reason why I want to bring this up is because there's lots of different benefits. We've always talked to you about the idea of visibility. If I could only get more eyes on my business, I would make more sales. But how are people going to know you exist? That's the idea of visibility and brand awareness. But for the small business shopping directory, we talked to you about SEO, search engine optimization, how that is a backdoor to get people to you. But here's the thing. The other thing too, is that there is a momentum that happens on the directory that's outside of yourself even. Because Jacqueline and I, we have a PR team. We also have uh, for the Shop 1 and 5 pledge, as well as the small business shopping directory. And then we also have emails that we send out. So it's literally the more powers than just the SEO, you know what I mean? And so then it's like, oh, okay, I'm in there, but it's not just me doing my own thing in my own little world and having to find the traffic. That's really the benefit here too, is, is thinking about, okay, how can I get on? This is why I believe in other people's platforms too. For me, it's not me on Amazon, just sitting there and waiting for the sales to roll in. I do my part too. Well, Amazon does their part too. Now it is their platform, right? So it's 
I'm using I'm I'm using those things to my advantage. I show up better. I try to make my keywords really well. I do a brand. I do lots of brand stuff on there as far as like, okay, if it's back to school, I show like different things like that, for example. For the small business shopping directory, you're showing yourself. You're showing the values you have. You're showing the photos that you have. You're showing, you're bringing people in. You're part of it, right? You become part of it. And so when something like Facebook and Instagram get knocked out from under you, it's not just enough for you just to be in places. You have to proactively be a part of those places too. Question for you, product boss. How much time, effort, and money do you spend promoting your business each year? Do you feel like it's paying off? Are you getting tons of visibility? Or do you feel like you're struggling to get more eyes on your products? This is exactly why we created the Small Business Shopping Directory. The Small Business Shopping Directory is an all-in-one place for customers to shop, discover, and support small product businesses every day. It's a place for you to be visible to new customers and get discovered. The Small Business Shopping Directory is the number one small product-based business directory that gets your business in front of thousands of customers who want to support and buy from small businesses just like yours. It's a perfect way to get your products in front of eager buyers this season without having to spend thousands on ads. Our goal is to get you more visibility and to get more eyes on your business. And here's the best part. We're doing this together. The directory is a way for small businesses like yours to join forces and create a big impact because customers can finally find you online and offline. They can support you with their purchasing power. It will take all of us to create this movement of supporting small and we can do it together. So are you in? We invite you to join the small business shopping directory. This is your personal invitation to get listed today. You can get up and running in just minutes. So don't wait. You can join now and get your listing by heading to shop1in5.com and click on the link to get listed. So, you know, number one was email list. Number two was the idea of having other places to be discovered right? Or, or visibility or other places to sell where people could find you. And we kind of merged it into number three, which is talking about our small business shopping directory and that being a place because if Facebook and Instagram goes down, right? When we created the small business shopping directory, it is not a marketplace. It is a visual directory for people to discover and explore. Where else do you all have your stuff? That is a place that customers are being driven to for them to discover and explore, right? I go to art shows. I go to like markets where I get to wander around and kind of discover and explore, Mm -hmm. right? But I have to take time out of my day. Like we go there, like it's a, it's a day thing. So I think leaning into what you're saying is like, how are you the, the third way of, of what happens when social goes down is you're on other people's platforms. There's visibility. You're working on your SEO And then also if you're, let's say you do sign up, like so many people did and they are already listed in the small business shopping directory. I think what Mina's saying is, are other people driving traffic for you? Are other people talking about you? We talk about OPP. We talk about other people talking about you. We talk about raving fans because while social media might go away, if other people are telling people about you, they're discovering you, they're directing them to where they can find you. 
that is a way that no matter what happens with social, you have an online presence, right? And you have an online presence that's attached to SEO that has really high SEO, which is search engine optimization that's going to drive people there. And if all of you have the budgets out there and you can pay for press and PR, you can pay for ads because we pay for ads across the board on a lot of different platforms, right? If you have an audience, which we have an audience, we're using our resources to drive traffic as well as the hundreds of other businesses that are on the small business shopping directory are also sending their customers there. They're also emailing their customers about it. So that's that like huge momentum ball rolling that you're not, you're not alone. So I wanted to say that when we create, when we were coming up with this episode and we were trying to come up with what would they do? Like, how do we talk to them about what would they do? It wasn't like we're going to pitch and sell the small business shopping directory, but rather we were like, this is why this is so important. So I just want you all to hear, like, we're not doing this for a purposeful pitch while we fully believe in it, but we really were like, with this going down, our, you know, our, our people out there that are like on Etsy or, and then they use social media, like how else will people discover them? And this is just a a way that we've built to be discovered. Yeah, for sure. And I do want to address that a little bit because I was looking at social media. You were were able to get on? And (laughs) yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, just recently. And I thought it was such a great point that somebody was like, it's funny how people always say shameless plug and they will sell. And, but the whole thing is that you are supposed to sell. Why does it have to be shameful in order to sell? So yeah, we are selling the small business shopping directory. Yeah, it does make a good point. And this was like, we couldn't have set it up more, uh, you know, like ideally. Like you said, we, than we with, planned it yeah. with Marky Mark Zuckerberg to take it down <laughs> so we could talk all about this. Yeah, <laughs> right. But the whole intention behind this is that when everybody's thinking about, well, first, let me let me make a point on that first one. It's not shameful to plug anything. And it's not a shameless plug. Like I, I have to plug and there's some shame around it because you all need to get into that same mindset for the holiday season. So let's it's start okay with that. Is that. You need to be able to, yeah, it's okay to sell. You sell on, you need to be selling on social. You need to be selling on, you know, anywhere that you can, um, Amazon, whatever, um, the small business shopping directory, all of it. But the question I want to ask all of you is that, is there anybody talking about your business besides you? Is there anybody else talking about your business besides you? So that's why we have social media is because we're like, oh, okay, I need the traffic. I need to be known for something. I need people to talk about me. I need, you know, word of mouth. I need all of that. I need the traffic. I need to know people know it exists and it's a slow roll a lot of times. Well, then social goes down. And then where are you at? Well, are people talking about you? If you're in things like our directory, for example, then people will talk about you because they're talking about the small business shopping directory being a place that they can discover small businesses to support, to shop from, and to discover for, you know, even values that are aligned with them. So, and then that is what gets everybody talking. It requires the people in the directory, it requires the consumers that come to it, it requires the PR team that we pay for that, you know, and it requires just like all these different things. So I want you to think about that is that how are you going to get people to talk about you? Right. And how are you going to get people to know you even exist? Well, it takes all of these efforts on top of social media because social media went down. 
and, and that's, and I think, know. I think the point of this too, and, and what we've seen, cause we've worked with so many thousands of product-based businesses across the board, right? Startups, people making just a couple thousand dollars a month, people making $200,000 a month, people making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Okay. So everybody has a different budget when it comes to marketing. Everyone has a different tolerance level to what they're willing to risk in terms of marketing. Right. And I think that's why social has been the thing that all of you are pulled to. All of you are pulled to Instagram and Facebook because there's a level of marketing that is free. It's not high risk for you. And it's your easiest point of access to customers or potential customers because it's a and it feels it's instant. instant. Like yeah. Quicker. And it's incredible. Like the mm-hmm. tools that they've created and provided for us, as much as all the things we can say about these platforms are like partially destroying the world. There's also the, (laughs) but but there's also the things that they've done to connect us with each other. Like Mina and I have been able to connect with all of you because of social, right? We're able to have a two-way dialogue versus a one-way monologue. But for all of you out there that don't have marketing budgets, you're can't, you're not going to run ads. You don't have the, you don't have disposable of income for that. You don't have the money to hire a PR team or to pay influencers to post about you or to do gifting to celebrities. And like, you know, there's, it takes money for good marketing. Otherwise you're all mm-hmm. going at it. And we, that's, you know, our whole business is built around giving you organic alternative ways to market your businesses without you having to spend money. And I think that's a big reason why when we created the directory and this is like point in Kate, like this is a good thing is not a good thing. This is what we've realized is last year when in 2020, when we did this, it was because we were like, how are people discovering small businesses? We need the small businesses to survive. What could we do? And it was like, how do we use our platform, our audience? Like we have the money, let's push this out. And we had done our first version of this directory. And then when we, we saw the results that it had for people, we saw like, the press we were getting around it. We're like, let's keep this going. And that's when we decided to rebuild it, grow it, relaunch it and where it's at. So those of you that are thinking about the directory or, or thinking about those things, this is just a small piece of your paid marketing budget. So if we break down what a year mm-hmm. costs on the directory, it's two ninety seven for a year. That's the founding members rate. If you're listening to this in the future, I have no idea what the price is going to be, but that works out to just under $25 a month. Okay. So if you're not doing any sort of paid marketing efforts for just under $25 a month, you can get onto a platform that's a discovery directory platform. It's not a, it's not a marketplace. We take no percentages of your sales, right? It's just for discovery. And you let us, it's, we're all in this together. So all of you that pay for your, your listing on the directory that money is going towards being able to keep this directory going, being able to pay the publicist, being able to do the ads. It's collective. We're working together to get you this visibility, to drive traffic, to be discoverable. So I just want you to think about it as you're all kind of going through, what do I do? How do I market? I don't have the budget for ads. I don't have the budget to work with influencers. I want you to just take baby steps into smaller ways of, there might be some paid opportunities that are worth you testing and trying. And it's better than being nowhere. It's better than a blackout on social media with no list and no alternative ways to sell. At least, you know, you have some of these things that, you know, like Mina said, other people are talking about it and they're sending traffic your way. Yeah. I mean, back in my day, I will tell you, I grew up in the year 2000. <laughs> I, grew up in, 
I grew up in um, the time of direct mail, right? That was where I learned a lot of different things. So really, when you're thinking about paid advertising, there's like billboards, there's commercials, there's magazine spots, you know, I'm talking traditional here, and there is direct mail. There was a time when people used to read their direct mail. I know that sounds so crazy for people to think about that people were looking at stuff before it was considered junk mail, but that's what they did. You know, so the budget on that, I will tell you, is crazy. We're talking $5,000 and above. And the return on it is 1%. So if you send out, let's say, 5,000, you get, you know, 50 people to respond. Well, is that right? Yeah, 50 people to respond. Yeah. So it's 50 people to respond, but you're doing like postcards, right? Let's just say you do a postcard, which which is like the cheapest that you would do. And you pay for the postcard, you pay for the postage, and then you're trying to track it. You have no idea. So what we're saying is that times have a change, but have they changed that much? You know, where it's like, okay, you nowadays you get to be online, but you're still fighting for those eyes. Usually it's the 1%, the 3%, you know, 4% on Instagram. And that's where people have a disconnect is that they think that because they have Instagram or because they have Facebook, they think that they should get a hundred percent when really it was only 4% to begin with. And that is the benchmark. Yeah. If you're lucky. And then even for other, you know, brand awareness and traditional marketing, it's usually 1%. 3% maybe for Google ads, let's just say. So really we're playing around with numbers that are just like, oh, okay, well, that's $5,000 for 1%. I mean, let's just say it is $5,000. $5,000 for 1% of however much I spend, then that is a huge chunk out of your budget. But it's always been like that. Paid advertising is very expensive. And it's getting into like this small pool of people that you get access to out of a big giant pool that you think that you have, but you don't actually have. There's a, you know, there's benchmarks for every industry and every type of paid advertising. Yeah, I mean, even... So in this case, this is a steal of a deal, let me tell you. sales, it's like one to 3% you'll convert, even on your email list, right? When you send out an email and you see how many people do you get to make a sale if it's new product versus other product, what that, what is that percentage of conversion? So... You know, the thing, and we talk about this a lot, you know, with our students, but it comes down to numbers and it's pretty predictable when you start to really know your numbers and you can do it. And that's like, that is truly another podcast episode. But I think this is just important to put in perspective for all of you. So these are the things, this is a recap. Okay. You're going to, you are now going to build your email list. There are no more excuses. You all experienced a bit of what would happen if social went down. It may be put into perspective. I don't convert that much anyways on social So maybe I need an alternative way of marketing, right? So you're going to build your email list. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to have alternative ways of discoverability. How are people going to find you? Are you on other platforms? Are you selling in person? Like where, where are you? And then the third one is we talk about the small business shopping directory at shop one in five, but it's the other thing of like, are people sending traffic to you? Are they talking about you? Are they are they are other people out there in the world driving sales your way? And I think that's what the small business shopping directory is intended to do. And any of you that are listed there, any of you that are considering signing up, it's also your responsibility. You can't put it on Mina and I alone. It is all of our responsibilities to let people know that this exists, that there's this pledge that you're going to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. And we are all going to collaboratively send traffic, drive our customers there, shop the directory this holiday season, right? And this is how that ball gets rolling, but it's together. 
then Marky Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have anything to do with our outcomes that we're have in our businesses. Yeah. So I hope this was helpful. Um, we'll put the, sh- the link in the show notes um, for those of you that you know want to go to one, take the pledge. So please take the pledge. Follow us on Instagram at shop one in five, the number one in five, the number five. And then also if you want to get listed, go to shop one in five.com, click on the button that says get listed, get listed at the founding members rate. And I'm telling you for under $25 a month and all the things we talked about, the, the value is there, right? Like it's, it's about mm-hmm. being discoverable outside of social media. So we hope to see you all inside the directory so we can shop you this holiday season. Yeah, thanks everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.